0: So I want to call today's message Living 100%, Living 100%. So the new year, so good. A new day, what a blessing. But a new decade, how good is that? A new decade, a new year. There's something good about new, a new hairstyle. Some of you this year, you're going to get married. Going to get a job promotion. But I believe this year is going to be a year of overcoming. Overcoming, overcoming, overcoming. Most people overestimate, overestimate what they can do in one year. But they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. I think for many of you in the room, the truth is your story is filled with twists and turns, ups and downs, highs and lows and What makes your story incredible is that it's actually not a perfect story. I think that's what we have to accept is that we're on an incredible journey. So I believe let's think about not just a good year, but let's think about an incredible decade. But think about this. Israel took 40 years to reach the promised land when it could have only taken 11 days. Good news is for you and I today is the promise Land is not a place, it's a person. Jesus is our promised land. And the key verse that I really wanna use as a launching for us and for all of us collectively, individually and collectively, is this found in the Gospel of John chapter 16, verses 33 from the Message Translation. It says this, I have told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace in this godless world you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Take heart, I have overcome the world. Trusting Jesus, unshakable, absolutely assured, deeply at peace in this troubled world. And Jesus doesn't remove the difficulties, He just says there will be difficulties there will be pain there will be suffering there will be trials there will be things to overcome but this is what he announces to you and I says take heart I have overcome the world which simply means if he's overcome so can we if he's overcome so can we why because we are a part of him and so I believe we are called to overcome not to be overcome we're called to overcome not to be overcome to live as an overcomer, we need to understand this. Christianity is 100 percent dependent on God. Not 99, not 50/50. 99 is still not Christianity. Let me say that again: percent 100 percent depending on God is Christianity. It's not 99. It's not 50/50, it is. trusting Jesus for everything. That's why I wanted to start the Sunday off, the first Sunday of the year, 100%. Not 100% you, but 100% Him. 100%, we're gonna trust Him. Not 90%, not 50%, not 60%. We're gonna trust Him 100% because that's something we can do. You know, we're familiar with the story Luke's Gospel, where Jesus is talking to the tax collectors, those who are away from God, and He's talking to those Pharisees, the teachers of the law, those who are aspiring to be perfect before God. And He mentions something profound to them and He tells them really one story with three aspects, but many of us would know it. It's the story of the 99 sheep. He leaves them and goes after the one. But there's a great example again. The good shepherd leaves the 99 to find the one. 99 plus one is 100, 100%. I honestly encourage you to understand what Christianity is and what it isn't. Christianity is 100% trusting Jesus, 100%, not 99. I believe that when you start to change the number from 100 down to any other number, you start going into religion. And there's no power in religion, but there is incredible power in 100% Trusting Jesus. Anybody this year? Anybody this year? That's what you're gonna say. That's gonna be the narrative of my life. That's gonna be the framework of my life. That's gonna be the prayer. The aspiration is that I'm gonna trust Him 100% with everything, with everything. Could anybody just declare today, this year is about trusting God with everything. The venues, the people, the jobs, the staff, the projects, the exams. But the Good Shepherd leaves the 99 To find the one. I believe it's God's picture for you and I to understand. It's not about you being 100% perfect. It's about God is 100% perfect and He brings us into that perfection. It's not about us being 100% faithful. It's about Him being 100% faithful and He brings us into the undercovering of that faithfulness. Don't put yourself under pressure when Jesus Himself has put Himself under pressure. This is not performance-based Christianity. This is grace, absolutely amazing favour. Christianity is 100% all Him. And He brings us into that amazing space called the grace of God. I believe the key to overcoming is to put the R on the end of overcome often we can be overcome we can be overcome by fear we can be overcome by circumstances we can be overcome by debt we can be overcome by rejection we can be overcome by mistakes i think if we read the bible there's many times you can read stories of people that were overcome by the enemy they were overcome by situations and circumstances many 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 people in this room today maybe the truth is you have been overcome by just the process of getting a visa learning a new language or a new relationship or a failed relationship whatever it is but overcome is not really what we are declaring over our lives is that we are overcoming or we are becoming an overcomer even though we know that it's possible to be overcome And so I believe the key to overcoming in 2020 is to put the R back on the end of this Word called overcome. Let's go back to it, the Word of God. I have told you all of this, that trusting Me, you will be unshakable, assured, deeply at peace in this godless world. You will continue to experience difficulty, but take heart! I have overcome the world, I have overcome the world. What does that mean for you and I? The child of God is that we can overcome. You will overcome these fears, these insecurities. Maybe you've lost your confidence, but it's coming back in Jesus' Name. Confidence (laughs) to overcome. But your confidence is not in your own strength, 100% in God, 100% in God. Where does your confidence come from? Because in God, You have a peace that can hold you whenever the storms rage in spite of the fight, in spite of the challenges, in spite of the circumstances. And I honestly believe that that's the Spirit of God. I believe that's the Spirit that we represent. And I honestly believe that's the Spirit that God has given us. So if we put the R back into, instead of being an overcome person, I'm just overwhelmed, overcome by my pressure. I've overcome by the stress. I'm overcome. No, no, forget all of that. Just bring God into the narrative. Bring God back into your future. Bring God into the very centre of who you are, not just In Sundays, but the center of your job, the center of your relationship, the center of your marriage, the center of everything. In other words, He is central to all that you get to do. And it's amazing how everything that God has invested in the beautiful person of Jesus begins to overflow over to your life. Instead of striving, you're resting. Instead of being overcome, you're overcoming. And so let's remember what the R represents. An overcomer remembers the Lord. So you could say the R represents remembrance. I believe if we're going to overcome this year, we've got to remember the Lord. That might sound so simple, but it's amazing how we can be distracted so quickly where we forget. Now, if you have to remind yourself of something, it's usually because you've forgotten something. We all have little ways of doing things on our phones, reminding us. My wife has the uh, St. Paul's church bells on her phone to remind her and they're always going off everywhere. Anyone else got that? Download on your phone, remind me, remind me, church bells everywhere. But listen, listen, the most important thing is if we need reminding, it's because we've forgotten. And I believe if we wanna live as overcomers this year, we've got to remind ourselves an overcomer remembers the Lord. Look at Proverbs chapter three. Have a look at the word here. It says this, remember the Lord in everything you do. Put God first. He will direct you and crown your efforts with success. He will direct you and crown your efforts. It makes sense to, if you're gonna go for a new job, go to God before you go for a new job. If a new opportunity comes up, at least go to God about this new opportunity. Just because a new venue comes our way doesn't mean that I'm gonna say yes to it because I wanna go in there. I wanna look around. I wanna see with the eye of faith. I wanna sense, is God's presence on this? Is God's presence on... Are we gonna grow as a church here? Are we gonna see something? I don't just go in the natural. I go and I wanna know, is God in this? And so when we're making decisions about the, the future, you know, for what God has put in front of you, for some of you, you have huge responsibility and there's not hardly any error or room for mistake. If you make a mistake, it's the end of your career. It's the end of. So because of the higher the responsibility, you find that you can't make mistakes. But the other side of that is that you become a little bit more hesitant. You don't take risks as anymore. Why? Because there's a high consequence if I get it wrong. But I encourage you, anyone in this room, the higher the responsibility, you gotta remember the Lord. Don't go into an office meeting without remembering the Lord. Don't go into any project meeting without remembering the Lord. Don't go into anything where you know, I've gone to God before I've gone into this meeting. Why? Because He's gonna give you the answers, the peace, the direction. It's not gonna catch you off guard. When everyone else is caught off guard, you won't be off guard. When everyone is overcome by the news, you won't be overcome. Why? Because you're an insider to the things of God. Unshakable. It doesn't mean that you are hardcore, solid person, a superhero. No, 100% Jesus, 100% trusting Him. Though we are earthen vessels, He has put a very precious, precious... He has put something very precious on the inside of us. We know of our frailty. We know our vulnerabilities. We know our weaknesses. But this is not about our weaknesses. This is about God's incredible faithfulness. So this is what it says. It says, He will direct you. He will crown your efforts with success. Don't be conceited, sure of your own wisdom. Instead, trust and reverence the Lord and turn turn your back on evil. When you do that, you will experience renewed health, and vitality honor the lord by giving him the first part of all your income and he will fill your barns with wheat barley overflow your wine vats with the finest of wines i just think that's fantastic <laughs> the second thing i believe an overcomer is an overcomer chooses to keep rejoicing philippians chapter 4 verse 4 many of you would know this but it says get this rejoice in the lord rejoice in the lord Well, the truth is, it's more like rejoicing the Lord sometimes. That's real for all of us. Why? Because we're human beings. But we're gonna do the first part and that is we're gonna keep remembering the Lord. And when you remember the Lord, rejoicing is not too far away. You cannot help but remember His faithfulness, remember His promises, remember His goodness. I'm telling you, rejoicing literally piggybacks on this thing called remembering. You cannot remember and not rejoice. And so this year, remember what God has said through His Word to you. Remember the promises He's made to each and every one of us. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You've got to remember what the house of God gives. It's holistic, spirit, soul, and body. And I believe we can rejoice. Philippians chapter 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Let me say it again. (laughs) How many of us need to hear it again and again and again? Let me say it again. Rejoice. Let people see that you are unselfish and considerate in all you do. Remember that the Lord is coming soon. And God's Word says, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God your needs. Don't forget to thank Him for the answers. If you do this, you will experience God's peace. This word peace is incredible. It literally means God's benediction. You will experience God's benediction. The benediction is the promise of God spoken and declared over your life. When we choose to bring these needs to God and we thank Him for the answers, God is benedicting. He is speaking and declaring all that He is and all that He has over your life. That's what that word peace, it means shalom. But the reference here in the Greek literally is God's benediction. You can experience the declaration of God speaking over you when you go to Him with every detail. I believe this is gonna be a great year for so many of us because the Word of God is gonna be front and centre. It's gonna be in our hearts. We're gonna feed on it like never before in Jesus' Name because God's benediction is gonna be declared over us. You need someone when you're facing challenges to be reassuring you and to be speaking life over you and I think that just strengthens all of us, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. This benediction, this peace, will keep your thoughts and your hearts calm as, and at rest as you trust Jesus Christ. And now, as I choose, close this letter, let me say one more thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine good things In others. Dwell on the fine good thing in others. Think about all that you can praise God for and be glad about it. So I believe we're gonna live as a life as an overcomer, we've got to learn how to remember the Lord and we've got to learn how to keep rejoicing. I believe when we're remembering all that God's got for us, I believe the rejoicing is gonna piggyback off the remembering. So, in other words, it's not forcing, you know, (laughs) I'm gonna force rejoicing. It's not a force. Because then you're playing numbers with God. It's 100% God. It's 100% God. I believe the rejoicing is an overflow of 100% looking to God. I believe living 100% is about realising Christianity is only 100%. If it's 99, it's religion. I think the world sees 70% and they think it's Christianity. It's not, it's just religion. If they see 50-50, it doesn't matter. It's still religion. It doesn't matter what the numbers game is. God only plays one number with us and it's called 100%. That's the only number He's working with. I leave the 99 to get the one, 100%. So I believe if we're gonna put the R back into overcome, instead of being overcome, we're gonna be an overcomer. I believe that we need to consider again that an overcomer lives from revelation. Revelation means something revealed and I understand it. Something's been revealed to me and I understand it. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 9 to 10, we can only keep on going after all by the power of God. We can only keep on going after all by the power of God, 100%. You think about what's going to keep you going this year the challenges, the obstacles, the disappointments, the setbacks, the misunderstandings. Someone said something and you let them steal your confidence. But we have to accept sometimes that God is leading us into the new. He will never bring us back to the old. If you're gonna learn to live as an overcomer, you've got to bring the R back into overcome. I was overcome, but I had to turn and turn the R back up into that whole sentence. And I believe that's what brought me back is that I had to lean from a revelation. Second Timothy says this, we can only keep on going after all by the power of God who first saved us, then called us to His holy work. Listen to that. First saved us and called us to His holy work. So we are saved and we are saved and we are saved and we've got to start living called some of you in the room, you're saved, but you haven't figured out calling. And calling will always outweigh comfort. You're choosing comfort, but you know that you're called and so you'll never be really satisfied in comfort. Why? Because while you're in comfort, you're like, oh, I'm so irritable. Why? You're so comfortable. Yeah, but I'm irritated. Why? Because the call of God is on your life. Then the call of God will make you uncomfortable when you're trying to enjoy comfort. It's not that you're a grumpy pants. It's just that the call of God is on your life. And comfort will never comfort you. Why? Because the call is greater. The call is bigger. The call is real. And you can't settle (laughs) until you step up and say yes to the call of God. New churches inside of people in this room, new businesses, new opportunities, new projects to bless this city, to bless the nation you're from and to bless the nations you're called to. I believe God saves us unto Him. And then He calls us to represent Him to this holy work. We had nothing to do with it. It was 100% His idea. It was 100% His idea. A gift prepared for us in Jesus long before we knew anything about it. But we knew it, but we know it now. Since the appearance of our Saviour, nothing could be clearer. Death has been defeated. All the barriers removed. Eternal life through the completed work of of Jesus. Eternal life through the completed work of Jesus. I believe an overcomer has a real relationship with Jesus. 100% trusting God with everything in all things. I believe because of Jesus, you can overcome. I believe because of Jesus, we can overcome. Whatever the fight is this year, just know this you're going to overcome. Whatever the doctor's report says, you're gonna overcome. Whatever negativity you face in the workplace, you're gonna overcome. Whatever of the spirit of the boss rises up against you, the Bible says this hold your post. Don't quit. A calm spirit can overcome the greatest of offences. How many people have left their post because the spirit of the boss has rose up against them? Well, I'm telling you, announcement to anybody here. If you're gonna serve God, if you're gonna rise up to the call of God, if you're gonna advance, if you're gonna overcome, you've got to be of a calm spirit. You've got to hold your post. You cannot quit. Why? Because you're called to overcome. And I believe for all of us in this room, overcome the pressure, overcome the challenges, overcome the financial debt, overcome whatever society says we are called to overcome. Come on, say it with me today. I am an overcomer by the grace of God. In Jesus' Name. Bring on 2020 and bring on a new decade. In Jesus' Name.